and welcome to another episode of Cheap Smut. My name is Katie Mizell. And my name is Carl Mizell. And this is a podcast that we're doing with friends. Welcome special guest and super fun buddy of our podcast, Josh. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. No, we we've been excited to get you on. We've been uh, I've been trying to get you on both of our both of my podcasts. Yeah, uh, and we we will still get you on. Put me in, coach. Don't worry about that. How have you been, friend? I know I just saw you last week. Uh, other than other than hanging with you, it's been pretty much the same old, same old. I'm on a little holiday weekend here, so that's it's nice to kind of hang and record with you guys. Kick off my my three day weekend that way. Hell yeah! Yeah. I, I I'm taking next week off, but because oh, I'm a da- yeah. because, because I'm a dad, I've got chores. Well, so, yeah. I mean, I am going to build a bunch of Gundams, but I'm also going to do dad chores. <laughs> That's a kind of chore. So I mean, it is a it is a chore. If you screw it up, it's a chore. But I'm not going to screw it up. So the reason we 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 don't always endeavor to have a guest on uh, that is you know, or we don't endeavor to cover a book that is relevant to our guest interest, but. When Katie found this book that we're going to talk about this week, we knew that we absolutely had to have our friend Josh on because yes. we met uh, in a in a Facebook comic book group like five years ago. We were living in Philadelphia, yeah. so it was four or five years ago now. Well, I think you guys and, were still in Michigan. You hadn't even gone to okay. Philly yet. Yeah, so okay, I met so you it, before like, the move. Yep, so it was pre that. And then we eventually met IRL at Heroes Con. Yeah in 2019 and we've just been friends ever since and because you're just a, a damn cool dude yeah. yeah we just kind of hit it off right away and pretty much became thick as thieves after that absolutely and and one one thing we share is an affinity for 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 comic books you 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 yourself used to have a, a, a great comic book podcast but i get it podcasts are hard to keep going yeah you know but you got to talk to Jason Aaron, man. That shit was cool as hell dude i had some great i had a couple i had john layman from chew on the show i had uh yep. Uh, Daniel, oh, Warren jo- Daniel Warren Johnson, who's like a massive, massive talent now. Like I was yes. one of his first interviews, which was amazing because he just was like, I just tweeted at him and he was like, yeah, I'll be come. I'll come on. Was, yeah. Chew was okay, great. cool. Yeah. Katie loved Chew. I did. I she did. was one I of don't... the greatest comics. It's one book that I'll always recommend to people, even if they're not in the comics, because it yeah. feels yes. like the best representation to me of like what comics are capable of. Oh yeah, exactly. I don't like a lot of super like supers. I don't read a yeah. lot of heroes, but comics like Chew, Giant Days. Yeah, um, Giant Days is a good one. Giant Days is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful pieces of art ever made, as far as I'm concerned. So well, in any medium, well drawn. And um, I guess technically it is supers, but I loved the Wicked and the Divine. God, oh, I loved the Wicked so and the good. Divine. Oh so man, good. it's so much more than just supers in that book, though. Like, yeah, it's so, yeah. so well yeah. done. I have Lucifer's sigil on my wrist nice. forever because God bless. I loved her so much. Honestly, God, that book isn't her. that far off from like being eligible for this podcast. At oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we, we, we've talked, we've talked about maybe like at one point doing sex criminals. Yeah. Oh man, that would be a fun one. It, sex criminals is great. It doesn't fall under the purview of the, the cheap portion, obviously. Well, yeah. sure. well but, the first uh, trade's only 10 bucks. I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah, no. Uh, our price line <laughs> is $5 on this show. Yeah. You can get some close. real, real cheap smut. Yeah, that's that. Oh, hey, he said hey. the title. <laughs> it's like when they say it in the movie, like yeah. in yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> exactly. Well, with that yeah. said, Die Hard. When Bruce Willis was like, "I died die so hard,", hard. <laughs> <laughs> or or die dying harder, die harder, <laughs> die trying. Get Richard, die trying. Fifty cents. 
So let's just get into it. So what are, is your is your mic? My microphone is uh, needs a Viagra. Oh, the arm come loose. Can you, can you lift it up there? Yeah. Yeah. I just need Carl to just really crank on it. <laughs> hey yo. So what are we reading this week for our comic book loving friend, Joshua? This week, I read an absolutely incredible book called Not All Himbos Wear Capes by C. Rochelle. It is available for $4.99 or through Kindle Unlimited is the first book in the Villainous Things series. Three books currently available. Fourth book comes out, I believe, next year. And it's so, oh God, it's so good. And it's hilarious. So I really highly recommend it for things that I can't talk about on this podcast because I can't get into like how great the bantering is and like the internal monologue of these people. They're just fucking hilarious. Yeah. So this is a longer book. We have started to do more novellas. Uh, This is roughly 400 pages. Yep. Uh, So... The, the the strokes are going to be very very broad uh because if we go into this very deep in the, in the you know we'll be here for two hours and nobody wants that yeah so uh the broadest of strokes but we always encourage you to go out and read the books for yourself we're not here to tell you the entire story just enough to entertain you for about an hour absolutely and also please go read the books and if you have questions email them to us cheapsmutpod at gmail.com because c rochelle has also expressed an interest in being in an artist profile on this podcast and we can ask her your questions absolutely amazing we yes. would, and we would and we are going to do that we, yes. we're going to set that up so uh that will be somewhere in the future but for now do we have any content warnings for yes, this book? Yes, we do. Okay, so there is a full and very broad content list in the beginning of this book, but I just grabbed out some of the stuff that uh, I'm going to talk about on this show. So, uh, mentions of past parental neglect and abuse, violent battles with minor gore, humanity's negative effects on waterway- waterways and wildlife. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Very specific. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, well, there's there's a sequence in the book of an, of a seagull autopsy and like the contents of its stomach. And it's really horrifying because it's all plastic. And, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, humans are awful. Uh, and then our, our sex content, uh, kinky, filthy sex um, with the uh, superlatives daddy and good boy. It's a gay romance, but specifically it's a... Um, Achillean romance, I mean, uh, male male romance, docking and foreskin kink. Well, wow. yes, intentional choking during blowjobs and rough, rough, like don't do this unless you have superpowers. Rough sex. <laughs> I was wow. hoping that would come yeah. into play. Oh god! Right. Yes. All right. So to begin, this book poses the que- the following questions to you boys: uh, What if Superman looked like Chris Hemsworth? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what okay, if Tony yeah, Stark? was an emo daddy super evil villain genius is he not and (laughs) and what if they were nemeses but also fucked okay so superman iron man hemsworth and uh who would be a good like goth daddy emo um start well he is also uh latino okay so working that into the mix pedro pascal yes naturally (laughs) 31 in this book but Pedro Pascal Pedro Pascal sure why not Man's ageless pick, pick yeah. yourself a hot Latino zaddy and go for it Pedro Pascal yep so this is superheroes la, a la the boys um so it's the uh twisted corporate shills version of what it means to be a superhero and like the seedy underbelly of the hero villain archetypes mm-hmm. but with way more snark and like a lot of a lot of kink so much kink okay <laughs> 
<laughs> Josh is ready. <laughs> Let's begin. So our setup for the world that we're going to be living in for the next hour or so, there are two kinds of people. There are normies and there are soups. And soups come in one of two classes, heroes or villains. Generally accepted like party line is that villains and heroes are different species. They are genetically different. Heroes are genetically heroic and villains are genetically evil, right? They, uh, they all have generally enhanced things like strength, speed, reflexes, but then they also have specialized powers and your powers come in kind of whenever. Sure. <laughs> whenever. whenever. Whenever the sex demands. Uh, no, like um, like your your powers emerge like either when you're a baby or like in your like early no, teens like in, or something like that, like Invincible, yeah, like Invincible, X, yeah, X Men too, yeah, yeah. Yep, there yeah. You go. Heroes and villains are forbidden to intermarry or have children with each other. It's both a class and a race issue in this world, and they can't have relationships with normies. Oh, there goes my yeah. uh, Charles Xavier Magneto fanfic. Ah, <laughs> god damn. I'd read that. That's, uh, it's somebody somebody has to have written that. That's a, oh, oh yeah. fuck yes, <laughs> absolutely. Do you think? Do you think in like X Men first class years there wasn't so much fan oh, art, dude? That whole era, two incredibly good looking men, and then made them ri- best friend rivals with the incredible like deep lust. Oh yeah, there's so much unrequited X-Men's, X-Men's something super happening gay with them. across the board. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So the location for this particular story is Big City. It is owned and operated by the Biggs family, currently headed by Solomon Biggs, who owns and runs Biggs Entertainment. But he's also involved in politics and business and banking and all that stuff. The Biggses hire the best heroes to protect the investment that is their city. These heroes are contracted and they're contracted for life. Damn. They can even yeah. be like heroes can even sign their kids into these contracts before they're born. But if you aren't a hero, you're a villain. And if you aren't serving a city, you don't get paid. So all the heroes work for the cities. You think the job market in this world is bad, right? For real. <laughs> Jesus. And you can like, there are certain things you can do. Like you can go to like super university <laughs> and get your, like you get yourself all trained up to like be a good hero. And also then you can be like free agented out to different cities for like a period of time. There's like a whole. Interesting. Like, it's like a superhero deep... West Point. Yeah, right? what exactly. The, what are the gen eds at superhero? <laughs> I bet they're still bullshit. Flight. Yeah. All their commercials are just like um, like American Army commercials. They're all just like <laughs> the Godsmack songs. <laughs> Do you want to be a superhero? Boom, 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 boom. But but no special effects. It's just them. Yeah, just, just them doing destroying just doing cities wantonly. Stuff. Oh my god, I would love. To, oh god, I would love to. I think watch I just that. rip a normie in half. Oh <laughs> shit! Collateral damage. Fuck. So our MMCs or our main our male main characters for this book are Xander Suarez. He is snarky, forceful, handsome. He has amber eyes and he has no time for your bullshit. He is secretly Dr. Antihero, the villain. <laughs> Dr. Antihero. Yes. I love it. Oh, also your your name is chosen by the corporations. You don't get to pick. Oh, and man. all of them suck because the comic books still in, exist in this world and all the good names have already been taken by Marvel and DC. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus, if we learned anything from arenas, corporations have no taste in naming anything. Seriously. Yes. No. Uh, you'll laugh so hard when I get to the name of the hero. Okay. So 
Xander Suarez, secretly Dr. Antihero. He is an unregistered soup because he doesn't have powers, but he comes from a soup family. And they keep it like all all families bear soup children. So no one in the world knows who he is. Uh, because he is unpowered, he has been kept entirely a secret by his family, the Suarez clan, one of the greatest villain clans on the market. His mother is Glacial Girl. Glacial girl. She has ice powers. His father is Apocalypto Man, who has the ability to freeze you like carbonite, but you're still stuck screaming forever internally inside, and then he likes to like break your limbs off while you su- while you Good suffer. God, He's a villain. Horrific. They're terrible, yeah. right? Um, and then his siblings are Wolfgang, aka the Hand of Death. Violentia, aka Ultraviolent, Balthazar, aka Blunt Force, and the twins, Gabriel and Andre, aka Shock and Awe. They are just the baddest of the bad. And they've been raised to be villains their whole life. As far as the world is concerned, though, the Suarez's only have five children. Xander doesn't exist. Um, he's just not there. He's just not there. John Cena. <laughs> How do you forsake someone with such an unforgettable name, though? Right? right. Xander, Xander Suarez. In favor of your first child, Wolfgang. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry, we can't all be named after composers, Dad. Seriously. <laughs> and then our other MMC is named Butch Holt. His name is Butch. He is blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and a total beefcake himbo. He is secretly Captain Masculine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. I, want, I want that as a real comic. Captain I would masculine. read that. Uh, I, I am Captain Masculine. Are you? I, th- I, think I think that's Captain fair. Masculine. I think that's fair. <laughs> Captain Masculine. Okay. We're, we're going to need somebody Captain to come up with a... <laughs> masculine. You're not so toxic. No, true. What was that, buddy? We'll have to have someone come up with a costume design for you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Please do. They're all all their um all of their super suits are made of lycra. They call them their lycras. Like, you know, like I just I took my lycra off. So uh somebody get Carl in some lycra. Oh my god. <laughs> but I gotta take I pictures. Gotta have the slutty little dad shorts. Oh my though. god, yes. yes. Well, that's your Superman. Short. That's like your Superman underpants is like the short zero. shorts over the lycra. Oh exactly. my god. So you're yes. like a modern day, you know, Superman. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. What Butch's deal here? Captain Masculine, Butch. Um, So he is the uh, he is a legacy hero. His parents are the former greatest heroes of big city. His parents names were Vortexio and uh, the Smoldering Siren. And he has powers from both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So he has flight. Uh, fire but like human torch style so he lights himself on fire sure. and he can also throw fireballs um and super strength and super speed he's basically superman he also has enhanced healing like the whole thing he's basically superman <laughs> and he is the nemesis of dr antihero not by choice they've been assigned sure, to be naturally. nemeses uh, of course um, he also is incredibly deeply repressed he was raised to be like a good superhero and his parents did a good job of that by like traumatizing him basically he doesn't swear so much of this book is him not swearing like cringy (laughs) non-swears like he says sugar instead of shit and when he's really worked up he says sugar honeyed iced tea so or like he double hockey sticks it's it's hilarious it's so it's so funny just a picture a guy that looks like chris hemsworth who could literally like throw you into the sun being like ah darn ah fiddlesticks (laughs) I can't wait to hear what he says when he's about to come. Oh, uh, oh, 
Usually oh gosh. it's just Xander. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh Willikers. Um, so uh <laughs> He has been raised to be the best of us, but it has left a gaping hole in him that he has no idea how to fill, and he is very lonely. I All bet right. Xander knows how. Oh, I, I bet he does. Someone in this book knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the only other character we really need to know about is BFF Kai. Kai lives next door to Xander. She is Xander's BFF. Um, she's basically me, but with pink hair. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. It's always good to have your so, moral support in there. Absolutely. Um, so our story begins when Kai tells Xander that she has signed him up for a dating app called Bangers <laughs> and that she has already matched him with a super hot himbo named Butch. So there we go. Boom. Begin. We're starting. When he matches with with Xander, Butch starts a conversation with, where he's like, hey, so uh, it says in your profile that you like fried chicken. He loves fried chicken. Happy fried chicken day, by the way. C. Rochelle posted a TikTok earlier today that was nice. like, today's fried chicken day and Xander loves fried chicken. So <laughs> so Butch is like, I know a great fried chicken place. Let's go out and get some dinner. Um, They start they start chatting. The banter begins almost immediately. And it's 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 hilarious. Please, again, read this book. It's it's so darn funny. They end up scheduling a date for Friday. And also, this is the first time that Xander calls Butch a good boy, which revs him up so much that he just ha- like they he finishes texting and he just cranks it like hands and knees <laughs> on his bed, just cranks one. And when he comes, huh? he like pes- he passes out. He is deeply repressed. Wow. I am serious. On his hands and knees, though? On his hands and knees. <laughs> That so is... it's like right on the bed, and then yeah. he just flops into it and w- w- wakes up sticking to his sheets. Oh, I was gonna you know? say, there's, <laughs> there's no afterthought to like you're in a, it's not laundry day, certainly. Like, yeah, you're really <laughs> ruining the sheets midweek. Ugh, yuck. I mean, laundry day. I don't know that this man ha- does has ever done his own laundry. Both of them are rich, by the way, very, very rich. So the next day, Xander does like a goods drop for his mom, again, who is a villain. He's dropping off something to one of her many evil billionaire contacts or something. But he only does this in exchange for a million dollars. So, again, rich, rich. These people are rich, rich. Um, it's like 20 bucks. Hand me a fucking stack. Peel, it, peel uh, a little bit off the stack. How much do you need? I need this much. <laughs> just an inch i just need an inch of money that's all i need fresh new money which doesn't sound like a lot but But it it is is. you look at it yeah (laughs) depends is it ones or hundreds when they actually meet for their date they meet at a diner and xander goes hoping that butch will be the big hot dumb box of rocks that he needs him to be because he just needs to get his rocks off with like a big dumb himbo and hooray butch is a big dumb himbo god bless him i love butch so much <laughs> so they ha- when he finds butch who is big hot and repressed to the point that he doesn't even cuss xander's like i don't even know if i can make it through this dinner i'm pretty sure my like my cock's gonna go through the table to get to this man he's everything i need it's so uh, much worse than spilling the water like the whole <laughs> table flip over <laughs> Because of your super cock. Right, yeah. Super cock. Yes, they're huge super cocks, by the way. Oh, of course. Of course. They both have huge cocks. I don't well, yeah, really I'm going, know how I'm, big they are. I'm picturing like 90s artwork. So if we're yeah. going to oh, like yeah. the cocks oh, to yeah. the guns, like we're talking like, you know, human size machinery here. Yeah. yeah. It's just another person. It's a person. It's a, it's a cock. It's a, it's a, third, it's a, a literal third leg. Third leg. <laughs> You can kick your ass with it and everything. Just bam. You imagine getting your ass kicked by a cock. <laughs> Swinging around and hit yourself in the back of the head somehow. Yeah. Oh, my God. How'd, that's you get, how'd you get those black eyes? Oh. Oh. You don't want to know. 
I sneezed <laughs> while I had a hard on. I, I slipped on a banana peel. Just ripped right up and hit me in the face. So the scene in the diner is just like delightfully filthy. There's a lot of dirty talking, including like in front of the waitress. She's like, oh my God, they tip her really well. Well, yeah, that, I would but... too for having her listen to that. But apparently yeah. this place, like Butch is a regular here. And so he's like, I can't believe you just said that in front of Gloria. Holy shit. I have to come back here. Holy sugar. <laughs> oh yeah. Sugar, honey, iced tea. I have to come back here. I got a reputation. You can't just Jenny say that in front of my favorite waitress. <laughs> But he's so turned on, like he is so turned on by Xander's whole dom daddy thing that sure. he doesn't he doesn't even care. He doesn't even care. So they they finish their conversation in the restaurant. They leave the restaurant. They make out in the back alley for a little while, which is really great. They were originally planning on going back to Xander's house, but Xander's car has been stolen by his sister because she's fucking crazy. Um, and so they go to Butch's place instead. And like, boom! As soon as they get there, Butch hits his knees, and this blowjob was like are you okay i'm glad you're super because this would have killed a normal human being like it's really really rough like there's a lot of like actual throat fucking and like tear streaming and sure. it, like it's an intentional choking i was like holy fuck you didn't even you didn't even say hello you were you didn't just even like me for that. yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's what i've been wanting to to hear about is like the idea of two just like nigh invincible yeah right how much yeah. do you really take exactly. although he although xander's not xander's not but well he is a soup so he has like he has enhanced strength okay and, uh speed but not as much as butch or any of the other fully powered heroes however they both think they're normies right now the, the both they both think the other is a normie and so they're acting like that oh, like, so they're kind of pulling their punches yes so yeah speak. they're pulling yeah. their punches so that they don't hurt the other person cock punches. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still like incredibly rough it's sure. just you know rough to a normie <laughs> i guess yeah. i don't know it, um either way butch is all in for this like he was so excited by all of this that like he just he just xander comes down his throat he comes up all, all of his own abs like he just up his own chest and uh then xander licks him clean so you know wow, wow. yeah for real holy like I told, i'm telling you man it's filthy and it's filthy immediately yeah hey, man for a rich kid though he cleans up yeah himself. right he does he does <laughs> there's something to be um, said for that i mean he has basic respect he's yeah. also he's his his whole thing is like inventions and and science scientific blah 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 xander has like four phds he's incredibly smart and he's dedicated to cleaning up our oceans so save the turtles hell yes yeah, man. Um, so he probably had like nanobots that just came out and just cleaned everything up oh i actually used during a paper the... straw yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> Yep. No, more complex than that. <laughs> Was it a nanobot paper straw? A nanobot paper straw. Yeah. No, sometimes simple is better. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need the straw at all? Anyway, the, the, this the, That's a this good first... point. He didn't really need the straw. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't need the straw. Created waste where there was oh, none needed. At least use a spoon, a regular metal spoon. <laughs> Those are reusable. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> a little hot water and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to run that through a sandy cycle. Yeah. yeah depends what you're eating. If that. you're having some ramen afterwards, it's already going to be, you know, a little salty oh. anyway, so you're be fine. Oh, Joshua. Okay, prudes. Jeez. 
I've listened to this show. <laughs> I read this book. <laughs> Someone wrote it. She did. And you know what? She did a great job. Damn, she did. Yeah. All right. So at the end of the sequence, they are both very happy. This was like a perfect sexual experience for both of them. And Xander is already considering like a long term relationship with Butch, even though he has sworn off having interpersonal relationships at all for his own benefit. Like the whole villain, like I am alone thing. Yeah. That's, that's him to a T. When I first started writing my notes, I was like, he's more like Batman or Nightwing in terms of his like isolated emo personality yeah. but yeah. his snark and his genius make him Tony Stark okay so. I get a little Magneto in there too Magneto yeah. always had a little bit of an attitude yeah. yeah there's yeah some somebody like that just think of think of folks like that you've basically got Xander Suarez uh the next morning while getting them like breakfast sandos outside of Butch's building Violentia returns Xander's car and um while she's there she tells him that in two weeks he has to come to the family compound for dinner because Apocalypto Man wants to speak to him about something <laughs> and that terrifies him because their dad is terrifying like he is the worst of the worst he's retired and everybody's happy about it when he and glacial girl started having kids they required everyone to register your children because they were like oh god who the fuck are these guys gonna make oh fuck we better know in advance um <laughs> she also mocks him for being outside of butch's building because he lives in a he lives in a high-rise where like rich normies and soups live so sure. she's like what are you doing what are you doing here at the at the rich guy building I mean, ignoring the, the fact that they are fucking wealthy i was gonna say you're not at the compound yeah right <laughs> well, he doesn't go to the compound he's not near like close to his family at all because yeah. he doesn't have powers so they've shunned him back upstairs they have breakfast together book butch gets a text that he has to come into work for an emergency even though it's a saturday but xander's <laughs> xander's like sit down eat your breakfast first um I'm not and butch even is like to yes be daddy here today. right <laughs> he's on call <laughs> yeah, well he's on call every day but xander thinks that he's a paper pusher at bigs enterprises he doesn't think that he's fucking captain masculine so sure. he's like sit down eat your breakfast they can wait for you <laughs> to get done and like butch is like yes daddy he'll you do whatever be masculine with your friends says. later yeah. <laughs> can't be masculine on an empty stomach it can't be masculine without a healthy you want breakfast. To go to Toshi station and be manly <laughs> <laughs> They finish their breakfast. They exchange phone numbers. Xander leaves. <laughs> I love that. I love they exchange phone numbers after they they yeah. did all that. Yeah, because they've decided they want to see each other again. They not right. just one one time have fucking in incredible sex and then never see each other again. Good for them. Yeah. So Butch throws on his Lycra, he heads to the roof, and he flies to work where he has been called in because the villain agent penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Yes. I said it. Yes. <laughs> AP. Um, is, uh, has been seen coming towards Big City, and he oh. is the only hero capable of fighting Agent Penetrate, who is uh, nigh unkillable. So uh, he needs to do his research before he gets to town. Xander spends that day in his lab, and that's where he does the dissection of the seagulls and thinks a lot about like his whole thing. His whole thing is saving the waterways. He, he doesn't even really want to be a supervillain. Yeah. But he is. He just wants to protect the bay. Like, that's all he wants. So he, uh, while he, while 
he is in between seagull dissections. He texts Butch about setting up another date. They will meet at five o'clock after work and they will go out and have dinner. So at five, Butch goes down to meet Xander outside of his office. Xander drives them to a really, really nice restaurant and they have dinner, but Butch can like barely contain himself this whole time because <laughs> he's, he's around Xander yeah. and he's so <laughs> horny just to be in the presence of this guy. Can so we, can we bolt this table down? <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting boners. Uh, My boners. I, I need to I need to apologize to everyone in this room. Because they all saw my boner. <laughs> it's my super boner. It's my super. I can't. It just happens. It doesn't, it doesn't have invisibility. It. I can't. It's just there. He's just got like this invisibility. huge invisibility boner. He's a terrible superpower if that's the only part of you you can make invisible. Invisible dick? That would make you really great in porn. That's true. Yeah, it would. You just got to find your niche, man. You just got to find your niche. You got an invisible dick? Do porn. Find super porn. So over over dinner, a couple of things ha- happen. So Xander notices that random pulses of superpower are like coming from somewhere in the building, but he can't figure out where. It's coming from Butch, who is jealous because Xander was flirting with the the hostess to get a good table. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that they do not figure out that the other is super for like a really really long time. But there's a lot of little tiny hints for all of us to be like you guys are fucking morons you're idiots how did you not know this for so long so butch uh lays out all of his feelings about discovering his bisexuality because he just figured it out yesterday when he blew this guy and his (laughs) i guess that's a good way to find out like yeah right yeah and his subbiness like this man is an extreme sub all he wants is to be told what to do and and fucked like he doesn't matter like that's all he wants out of life all the time he just wants to be a good boy he just wants to be a good boy for xander that's it they have this whole conversation and i it's it's like foreplay at the table and he just wants to be a good boy for daddy that's all he wants be a good boy but he looks like fucking chris hemsworth and i think that's funny um (laughs) so they and then they eat really delicious sounding food at a very expensive restaurant so hooray um Oh, also Xander is a dom daddy, so that means one of his priorities is getting his sub to eat. Like that's a oh, thing. That's you... like a running theme okay. throughout the book. So every time they're in the same room, Xander's like, "Did you eat?" He's sit down and eat. Finish eating. Just wrapping his dick in prosciutto. <laughs> God. Okay. That's not how they did it on TikTok. Oh. Call this one uh, cock tartar. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the drive home after dinner is the first time Butch calls Xander daddy. And oh, God, it's on. Uh, it's on forever from this point on. Every time he calls him daddy, that man gets the hardest hard on that ever did hard on. Um <laughs> They get to Xander's house. They go directly to Xander's room for a, a, a fantastic fingering and blowjob scene. So Xander fingers Butch's ass and Butch blows Xander. Okay. Hooray. Hey, little, tit, little tit for tat. Everybody wins. Xander enjoys it so much that he comes untouched just from giving to Butch. So Wow. Wow. That is impressive. That is impressive. They, these two, though, they have like incredible sexual chemistry. It, they have a chemistry that is so intense, it seems almost unnatural. Butch almost sleeps- superhuman. Superhuman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Wink. 
<laughs> Butch sleeps over that night. He and Xander are connecting in a way that is, like I said, almost unnatural. It's it's a little too intense and a little too fast, I it's guess. Super. It's, it's super. <laughs> uh, but both are still pretending to be normies, thinking that the other is a normie. So they keep like not telling each other things and butch basically kind of makes it out to be like he's a spy or something for the bigs organization so that he doesn't have to talk about his job and xander says that he works for several private organizations yeah. on behalf of the bay but really he just does villain things so sure. apparently especially with butch butch doesn't have what has been bantered about most famously in mall rats uh there was a famous deleted scene in hancock um oh, yeah where uh, in Hancock, he was uh, Will Smith's character. Hancock was getting a blowjob, and then he was like, move, move, move. And then they cut to like the outside of the trailer, and you just see like four holes rapidly like oh. in, <laughs> in the top of the uh, of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, so that, apparently, that movie, man. Oh, it's such a good movie if you've it's never so seen it. It's so much fun. Um, but I didn't apparently, realize there was a deleted scene where Hancock had super jizz. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, that is super, incredible. He was like, move your head. <laughs> so I don't. Blow, the blow back, the back your, your head off. Blow back your head off. So apparently that's not how uh, they do that in this world. No. No, they have just normal, normal cum shots. No, okay. no super cum in this world. <laughs> that is slightly disappointing, though. I know, right? <laughs> you you kind of want to nope. just be able to go, like, skeet shooting with it. Or, right? <laughs> or like, shoot whole, bottles on an old farm or something. It's a whole almost, new level almost, to the, the phrase skeet shooting. Almost there. Almost there. <laughs> they just make, pull, like, an, an adult carnival where you shoot the clown as <laughs> the balloon fills up. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> Super oh. gross. So gross. Why did we invite you on the show? Have you say that? Because he was going to say shit like that. Exactly. That's why we invited him on the show. <laughs> so uh, later that day, Butch and Xander go to the beach that Xander is working on so that Xander can collect samples for a new device. He's trying to make a ray that can filter microplastics out of the water without hurting living organisms. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. man. He's smart and he loves our waterways and he cries about sea turtles. It's getting great. rid of nurdles and, and bottle rings. Good for exactly. Um, he is a total bleeding heart for the ocean, um, much to his family's disappointment. The first time they found him crying over a sea turtle with like a, uh, yeah, those six pack rings, six pack right, rings yeah. wrapped, wrapped around it. They laughed at him like these, they're, they're awful people. They're truly not great, but they're villains. What do you expect? And then uh, while they are walking around this beach and Xander is showing Butch the wonders that is the ocean, I guess. Butch gets a sudden call from work and he has to go immediately. And originally he was like, I, I'm going to leave. And Xander's like, I'm going to drive you to work. What the fuck are you? He just like walk away. <laughs> we are on an isolated beach. And Butch was like, ah, shit, I forgot. He doesn't know I can't fly. Oh, uh. Could you, could you drive fast, like supersonic? Yeah. Could you drive supersonic? <laughs> could you drive, like, just, just, can you break the sound barrier in this car? It's a nice car. So the reason Butch has been called away is because Agent Penetrate has officially reached Big City. God, Agent Penetrate. I just, ugh. Such a the uh, weirdest fucking name. name. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I, I just, I love the idea of every time he shows up, everybody is like, I don't want to say it. Uh, I don't want to say his name. I don't want to say it. Pe it's also penetrate. One of those names it's just such a, where yeah. like, if you think of the trash, the, the, the right trashy comic book writer, I could see that being a name legitimately in a comic. Like there's a oh, few yeah. writers that come to mind where I'm like, yeah, that's a Mark Millar character. Mark, <laughs> Mark Millar, Garth Ennis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Garth Ennis though would be like the proper execution. 
Yeah. Like, no, I don't want the proper execution. I want some fucking weirdo who makes sex jokes. Oh, that would Chip, be the proper Chip execution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Chip Zdarsky would the take Mark the Mark one would just go so like wrong turn, like alt right weirdo quickly that you, yeah. just, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. So Butch and Agent Penetrate have their fight. Butch has to drag it out longer than he would like to because part of his contract stipulates that he'll keep fighting until the news cameras come and get footage. (laughs) (laughs) I love that touch. Yes. So he has to keep fighting until the news cameras get there. He's like, great. They're finally here. He flies penetrate up as high as he can, drops him, lights himself on fire, dives at him and burns, melts him until he's nothing but like a charred pile of ash on the ground. Wow. He is an incredibly powerful hero, and he kills people. They he don't. certainly does. He kills people. Later <laughs> in this book, later in this book, he's ordered to kill Penetrate's entire family, and he does it. No questions asked. He just wow. goes. They're like, "Oh, they're going to retaliate. You better go kill them all." And he does. He has then he has a fucking crisis about it because he realizes he's a hired gun. Basically, oh, he really maybe killed the whole family. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I'm who, stress who hasn't. Oh, who amongst us? Yeah. yeah. Hasn't committed. Oh, some I'm carrying kind of the weight of countless like... lives. Oh. <laughs> Let he who hasn't murdered an entirely innocent family of people cast the first stone. Somebody give me a fucking rock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I get to cast the first stone. At last. Wonderful. So after this fight is over, he debriefs with Mr. Biggs and um, something, but something is wrong. Like he is weak. Uh, he feel he has been injured like he got some broken ribs and stuff but he also feels like something is wrong and he passes out in the back of the car and he wakes up in his parents home he is somewhere further away from the city they sort of i think they've retired and they live like in a nice place somewhere there are these horrible like waspish rich snobs and they have like major control issues and keep a lot of secrets on behalf of the government they're not like good people they're heroes but they're not good people (laughs) big quotation marks around heroes (laughs) quote heroes butch is still in a lot of pain but he doesn't understand why so um he eventually tells his parents that he is in a relation relationship now with a man named xander and he doesn't want an arranged super marriage which is what usually happens he just needs to be with xander his mom is like oh okay and hands him his phone so that he can call xander and then takes his father out to go and talk about something else and then as soon as butch hears xander's voice all of his pain goes away he's totally fine now butch stays with his parents for three days but neither he nor xander does very well with being apart from each other they're both like headachy and angry and like mean and nauseous and weird xander attends his three days later xander attends his usual therapy session and tells his doctor about butch um which is his doctor's like that's not normal for you right um (laughs) what's that like so then they start talking about his relationship but a sudden explosion rocks the building and the doctor evacuates but xander stands in the window and spots captain masculine fighting the red renegade (laughs) and he has a front row seat as captain masculine gives the most unhinged fucking beat down to this guy like he makes him a pile of mush oh no completely <laughs> i appreciate the hyper violence that's present yeah. in this book 
I do too. I, I love it. Yeah. But the, the thing about it is because he's a villain and they both have serious bloodlust issues, he gets really turned on by watching <laughs> this superhero that he has a crush on beat the shit out of a guy right, until he dies. <laughs> and then he just drops him on the ground. So then Captain Masculine is hovering in the air. And then he looks over and just sees a guy cranking it in the, <laughs> the 38th floor. Nearly. Yes, nearly. So Xander doesn't know that he's looking at butch right now so he feels really really <laughs> awkward about having this deep attraction to captain masculine when he's in a relationship with butch and also captain masculine is his nemesis it's like this whole thing so um, is he masked or yes like, okay. they are always masked their identities are secret to to everyone okay. including other soups okay so they're, they're but not, we're not talking like domino masks we're talking like full-on like um as far as i know yes because they see each other in costume all the time and they don't know who each other are okay i um, I, I get it when i was in the army if the, somebody that i saw in uniform every day if i saw him in civvies i did not recognize them happened all the time yeah it's i get a huge how departure from like a solid shade of like yeah. this to like yeah. colorful real clothes yep yeah. the, the clark kent thing makes sense now to me oh yeah he put just put on some put on some glasses and like a collared shirt Yep. Nobody knows you're Superman. Nope. Nope. Oh, absolutely. Not a soul. Um, they also have they also have a very complicated system of keeping their identities safe and secret. Um, and they each have three different names. So it's Butch Holt is his real name. Butch Hawthorne is his civilian name. And Captain Masculine is his hero name. Um, and Butch Deadlift. <laughs> Butch, Haw Butch Hawthorne sounds like a 70s like TV action it guy. Yeah, like yeah, he, it does. He would have been like the original Fall Guy before Lee Majors. Yeah. <laughs> he was on Mannix. <laughs> Mannix? Have I ever told you about the book I read called Mannix? No. That was an Mpreg book. I'll tell you about that some other oh. time. Um, Much different than the Mannix, the detective show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what? Not, not at all the same. same. <laughs> Just, I mean, maybe the later seasons. <laughs> Famously went off the rails. Yeah, they changed writers <laughs> in season fifty-two. Yep, so yeah, and suddenly they were suddenly they were interdimensional beings. The yeah, men got it, pregnant. It yep. took a very strange turn. <laughs> no one really understood where that story came from. <laughs> Carl's losing his shit over there right now. That's so why I love Josh. <laughs> Uh, back to our story. So Captain Masculine and Xander make eye contact uh, after he's done murdering this guy. He sees this guy in the window watching him. He realizes that it's Xander, obviously, but Xander does not realize that Captain Masculine is Butch. Butch reaches for Xander, but because Ca because Captain Masculine is like reaching toward him, he stumbles backwards, thinking he's gonna fucking kill him. He just killed this other guy. I just want a fair assumption. Uh, so uh butch flies away and he feels very ashamed by the extreme violence this is when he starts questioning like him just being a guy who kills people for bigs entertainment under the you know under the the banner of heroism uh, so this starts butch's whole journey oh there's like a whole big internal journey that happens with butch a few minutes later xander gets a text message from butch asking if he can spend the night and he says the answer will always be yes which is then a running line throughout the book about their relationship the answer will always be yes it's so cute it oh very god cute, i love actually. them i know i just i love them they, and they love each other and it's adorable uh so butch is in extremely rough shape when xander gets back to his apartment and finds him in the parking garage he looks like he's been on a bender <laughs> 
<laughs> they go upstairs, and as soon as Xander suggests going to the bedroom, Butch is like, "Yep, yep, let's go, Daddy. Come on." Uh, uh, same. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could get the living piss kicked out of me. <laughs> And if I was like, let's go to bed. Yeah. I'd be like, hold on. Yeah, hold on. She's going to split in this arm. It's going to be a chorus of dad noises, but. Just a blunt, a blood transfusion later. Crunchy, and crunchy bones and old man moans. Cr- yeah. Crunchy bones and old man moans. Josh. Somebody write that book. I was just going to say, shit. it's a good title. It is. Oh my God. <laughs> This is why I only text you. <laughs> That's fair. It's, it's safer to converse with you oh, when you're just really? a ghost in my phone. <laughs> Don't give him the ammunition to go off and be really funny. It's bad. It's it's bad. Uh, <sighs> so the next scene is another face fuck. And, um, another one. Another. There's a lot of them. There's I, a lot of them. I've never read book. a book where I, I feel like that is kind of in right now. So I didn't make sense. <laughs> face fucking is very hot these days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Face fucking is in right now. Face fucking is the new black. Um, <laughs> so the Q1 the- Netflix. <laughs> Q1 2024. Anyway. In this scene, Butch begs Xander to come all over his face to mark him. It's very, very intense. It's it's a very intense sequence, but it's also super hot. So, array. Um, The depth of obsession and need between these two men already is somehow, like, it's elevated beyond what you would expect out of any human being. Again, they're they're super. Everything they do. Everything they do is super. So, Butch feels physical pain when he's not around Xander. And the moment they are together, everything is suddenly always better. And the sex is always incredible. And they are deeply trusting of each other, even though it hasn't really been earned. So mm-hmm. they're, they have formed a really strong bond. This relationship is. Mm. Oh, it's just so good. Oh, it's just so good. Okay. Butch asks if he can be Xander's forever. No matter what. Wow. And Xander's like, yes, absolutely. Again, broad strokes. Broad strokes. <laughs> the answer is always yes. Yeah. The, the answer, answer is always yes. yes. Exactly. The next morning, uh, Xander tells Butch about watching Captain Masculine kill the Ren- Red Renegade and how like horny it made him to watch that violence. And Butch is internally very excited because he's like, oh, good. He doesn't care that I kill people a lot. He um, kills another guy in front of him. I was just yeah. going to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll go, go out and get out. somebody right now. <laughs> Comes in and just starts. Oh, you liked it, huh? Look at this guy. <laughs> I just punched that guy's head to the He was sun. at Burger King two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All he wanted was some nuggets, and now look at him. He's dead. Um, See those two kids? They're orphans now. <laughs> That's awful. Okay. Um... I should go get them, too. Damn. So Xander <laughs> asks back. Butch if he, if he wants to play superheroes with him. Oh. <laughs> very sexy and butch is like yes but as soon as he gets up to like start doing that his ribs twinge because he did get his ribs broken by agent penetrate a couple of days ago um as one does yeah and xander becomes absolutely murderous that somebody had the gall to hurt butch Uh but butch calms him down pretty fast uh he asks if he can stay at xander's for a couple of days and xander's like a couple of you're gonna be here for a week call into work 
you're going to be here for a week. Give me your measurements. I'm going to order you some clothes. We're nesting. We're not leaving this building. Like, so they're, they have like a whole week to themselves of domestic bliss. It's super, super cute. They are invited to BFF Kai's opening night of Rocky Horror Picture Show. They go in costume. Butch is Rocky. Of course. And Xander is Frankenfurter. Of course. And they have an incredible time. And I don't hold that against them because, listener, you may judge me for this. I do not like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't like it. It doesn't I do much for me either. Yeah. It's not for me. Not I like idea. it as like an artifact of like, oh, look at so-and-so. And like, I like that yeah. kind of oh, stuff. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, like, I obviously love it for Tim Curry because I overall, love Tim yeah. Curry. But Overall, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah, it's not for me. But I'm also not a big like camp fan. So that kind of that kind of entertainment media just doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. Whatever. But it, being, being, being in the theater, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking everybody knew how to do the time warp except for me. And Ugh. me back at home after the end of the Rocky horror picture show, Butch begs to be fucked. He even says the word fuck. He says <gasps> he wants to get, get fucked so Progress. bad. He swears. Yes. Progress. My man is growing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Oh yeah. The Literally, sex- figuratively. And <laughs> So the sex scene that happens here is um, rated holy fuck. Um, so it is loving. It is rough. It is Butch's first anal. And it was fucking impe- impeccable. It was so good. It was so good. And because he's super, he doesn't really feel pain the way that other people feel pain. So it doesn't even hurt him right. to get he, it up the ass he at just all. He all the good aspects of yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Must be fucking nice. He's yeah. like, I, during the scene, he's like, and I can't even tell him that I want him to go faster because he's trying to be nice to me and like prepare me, but I don't need that. <laughs> super um, sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, bro, you can put it on max power. We are good. Bro, it's fucking over 9,000. Let's just go for it. Yes. <laughs> Super Saiyan anal. Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Fuck you for that. Oh, oh my no. God. The craziest thing? I've never even watched Dragon Ball Z. You don't need to. We've all seen it. We've all, we know all. It's like a cultural, like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a meme now. We all know it. Most of us to some degree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Butch has to go out of town again for work. So he leaves. That's when he goes and kills Agent Penetrate's entire family. <laughs> I, um, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I, gotta, I gotta go to work. I got babe. a thing. I got, so, <laughs> I, I got a thing. I gotta go return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Butch is out of town, Xander visits his family compound compound to research soup normie relationship loopholes because he still thinks Butch is a normie, but he wants to be with him forever. But that's illegal. So he has to figure out how to make that work. He talks to his brother Wolfgang, a.k.a. the Hand of Death, who is perpetually lonely because he kills anyone he touches. So he can't be with anyone ever. And he's also like super creepy. Oh, I'll bet. He's a super creep. The second book, I believe it's called Gentlemen Prefer Villains, is Wolfgang's book. That is great. That's a good title. Xander is uh, has determined that he will have to inf- infiltrate the Soup Nations building in order to get the information that he needs. So there is another organization in this world called the United Soup Nations, which I think is really funny because if you don't know it's S-U-P-E, you think I it's just, about soup. I just pictured a soup restaurant. <laughs> yeah. like It's a soup restaurant. They have all of the best recipes in their archives for fucking yeah. soup. Do you, do you guys do ramen? <laughs> you, you know their potatoes. We do everything. The We're chain. the USN. Yeah. We do all the soups. <laughs> 
but the USN is a uh, nonpartisan organization that represents both heroes and villains equally, both legally and politically. We like hot and cold soups. Exactly. <laughs> Gazpacho and ramen here <laughs> at the United Soup Nations. Um... Thank you for coming to the United Soup Nations. <laughs> Can I have a name for the order? Welcome to United Soup Nations. How many in your party today? Uh... We have a special on Italian wedding. <laughs> I've been waiting to drop an Italian wedding reference. I love Italian wedding. Get in line because that was the next thing I was going to say. Just, just, just best friends forever. Dislocating shoulders, doing fist pumps. Joshua, move to Michigan. I'm so lonely. I need more friends. So after eliminating the villain clan that he went out of town to murder, uh, Butch collapses and is once again back at his parents' house. He overhears them having a conversation behind closed doors, and he doesn't catch most of it. But what he does catch is that they have a plan. It's about him, and it's going to cause him pain, whatever it may be. So he sneaks out of the window and flies back to Big City so that he can be with Xander again because he doesn't trust his parents and he doesn't want to be around them. Obviously, they're making plans that are going to hurt him. Um <laughs> Once I... he's back with Xander, he finally feels whole. Oh, good. So cute. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. God damn oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> he feels whole, all right. Xander's. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Over the next few days, they spend time at the beach. They ride wave runners. They have n lovely dinner dates. They spend a lot of Xander's money because Xander is a big proponent of being rich and spending your money on stuff. Fuck yeah, so dude. I guess, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be rich, don't hoard it like a fucking dragon. Oh, buy cool shit. Buy put your money cool back stuff. into the economy. <laughs> right. Donate to cool organizations that need yeah. your help. Exactly. Buy cool uh, stuff. When you get tired of the cool stuff, you give it away and you buy more cool stuff. Exactly. God, we would be so cool if we were rich. Anyway, uh, <laughs> one night Xander introduces Butch to docking. Okay. Uh, for, for Josh, for... are you aware of what docking is? Yes, this was. I think after he introduced him to Dock In, the band from the eighties. <laughs> we're hanging out listening to that, <laughs> doing operas and stuff. That's actually where they got the name from. That's how they oh, all Lord. met. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> But yes, right. I, 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 I'm unless there's some nuances I'm unaware of, I, I feel pretty confident that I'm, uh, you know, that you first know in is. the okay. term. Yes. Okay. Cool. You never know what you're gonna get with a guest. Uh, our True. last guest was Matt, and he didn't know what a daddy kink was. That's and, yeah, was, And you're like, yeah, I've got docking. I know what that is. Uh, <laughs> listener, if you don't know what docking is, it's when, it's when you put your penis inside someone else's foreskin. So that yeah. your head of your dick goes in their foreskin. Yeah. yeah, it's like putting your head in the hood of their hoodie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but way, this. way dirtier. Way this, yeah, wait, yeah. Well, um, so on the day of the family dinner that Xander has been required to go to, he blurts it out and he blurts out an invitation to Butch as well. And Butch is like, you know, takes these back. He's like, get to meet your family. Because <laughs> <laughs> Xander's immediately like, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Maybe you shouldn't meet my family. Like half of them have criminal records. <laughs> and all of them have killed someone. <laughs> yeah, so we've all definitely murdered people. Yeah. And he thinks that his boyfriend is a normie and he's bringing them around fucking glacial girl and the hand of death but anyway <laughs> um, such a badass name it it's is such a it's badass name sweet. god he's so cool too i like him um so that night butch attends dinner at the suarez family compound and now he is very aware that xander is a suarez because he has the identities of all of the other suarez family members already so he's like fuck who is this guy 
He says he's related to them, but they only have five kids. And his dad's apocalypto man. Like, holy <laughs> shit. That's not good. But he also knows, like, that Xander is his boyfriend and like he trusts him so whatever's happening there's like more layers to it so he doesn't immediately fly off the handle and he's hoping he can get away with them not recognizing him because he's his identity is supposed to be a secret but immediately glacial girl is like welcome to my home captain masculine dun, dun, dun. oh fuck oh shit did you dock with my son <laughs> You did? God oh damn. shit! I didn't think you. I didn't think you were gonna say yes. I'm his mother. You're supposed to lie to me. <laughs> but why did you ask? <laughs> to make you uncomfortable, because I'm a villain. Um... <laughs> and scene. Yeah, all right. Um, so they get through this dinner. Xander still thinks the butch is a normie, so he's like, "Just don't fucking kill him, anybody. Okay? <laughs> no killing my boyfriend today." Uh, Zandy, Xander's move. dad. <laughs> Xander's dad then calls him down to his lair. He doesn't eat dinner with them, which is good, uh, because he is a creep. He's an absolute fucking creep. Uh, when he goes down there, he's like got just like a body just open and he's just playing in the parts. Like it's really fucking gross. Okay. Like, like our daughter with Play-Doh. Oh, yes. But it's a an but it's adult, a corpse. Adult man yeah. in a corpse. So Apocalypto Man has called Xander to the compound to ask him if he can create a ray. Or if he can convert his microplastics destroying ray into a ray that destroys human DNA. Oh, That's what he wants. Yeah, that's, that's a an, jump. I yeah, was, right? I was just say, that was an escalation. And because his dad is terrifying, he's like, anything's possible. Uh, <laughs> the answer like, will always be yes, maybe. <laughs> Please don't eat me, <laughs> Dad. Yeah, especially because Apocalypto Man can freeze you like that in Carbonite, like yeah. Yeah, no wherever you are in the world. He doesn't have to be with you to do it. So if you piss him off, he can kill you from the oh, other side just, of the yeah, planet. Thanos is your ass. Exactly. Oh, so you don't piss him off, right? So he's like, yeah, I guess I can do it. Oh, fuck. Okay. After dinner, they so they survive the dinner. <laughs> After dinner. Butch asks to sleep his own place by himself, and Xander's like, "What? Why? Oh man! What? Because uh, of course he doesn't know that Butch is like, holy fuck, my boyfriend's parents are Apocalypto Man and Glacial Girl. I don't know what to do with myself right now. Uh, but he does. He's like, okay, baby, you can go home and sleep at home. Like that's fine. But we're gonna talk about this some more tomorrow. This is not over. At his home, Butch gets a call from his mother who tells him that he should pursue what he has with Xander and remember that love is the greatest weapon. Oh, fuck yeah, mom. Yeah, mom. You're well great. Well said. Moms yeah. always get it. Yeah. So he goes, he goes to bed with the revelation that even if his boyfriend is a villain, they belong together. So whatever, whatever they need to do to make that work, Rules they'll do it. damned. And he is going to take Xander to the United Super Nations building. Xander has asked to go. In his normie persona, he wants information that the USN has on water, on um, currents, currents and waterways. Uh, but his secret plan is that he wants information on soups and normies getting married because he wants to marry Butch. Um, and Butch <laughs> wants information on how to marry a villain. It's oh, it's so cute. So. <laughs> the next day they go to the USN, but neither one of them is able to find anything of any value in their files. And then an asshole, like political guy gives Butch a really hard time and Xander's powers flare 
Uh, so he's about to be a full-fledged soup pretty soon. Dun, oh, dun, shit. dun. They leave the USN and are met by Mr. Biggs's town car, and Butch is summoned to a meeting. Xander demands to come, too, and he, the driver's like, okay, but Vortexio's there, so uh, gird your loins. Um, Butch is scared shitless because Vortexio is terrifying. Like, he might be a hero, but he's still your abusive dad. At Biggs's office... Vortexio takes Xander up to the roof to intimidate him into leaving Butch alone. He tries to push him off of the roof with he can like make tornadoes with his hands and stuff. So he tries to push Bush. He tries to push Xander off of the roof with his power. But Xander has a power pulse and he pushes the power right back at him and he manages to get away. So uh, before he leaves, Vortexio tells Xander that the person who hurt Butch, who broke his ribs, was Captain Masculine. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, he's, he's just he's just stirring shit he just wants to stir the fucking pot and see what he can make happen the third act begins with captain A- captain masculine being given an order to kill dr antihero so now dr antihero wants to kill captain masculine and captain masculine is being ordered to kill dr antihero so on the beach where they had their first like beach date dr antihero meets captain masculine and threatens him if he ever comes near butch again dr antihero then takes off his mask and butch realizes that xander is dr antihero he is horrified because he has been hired to kill his own boyfriend (laughs) uh, without realizing and he doesn't deserve such a sweet man who would be willing to go up against the most powerful hero in big city on behalf of his normie boyfriend like He's like, I don't deserve him at all. He's a villain and he, he's trying so hard for me. Ugh, God, yeah, this, this man hates himself. So go to therapy, Butch. <laughs> Butch, go to therapy. Go to Honey, super therapy. Go to super therapy for real. Um, so Butch flies back home where he is confronted by his father and told that, his, he has, that he has had a marriage arranged with another prominent family and he will be marrying Gemstonia Lincoln. No, no way! Gem- Don't like Gemstonia that. is her soup name. Uh, <laughs> so it's awful. Sounds like a real dick. Sounds like a real, <laughs> real Emma Frost type. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, so she she pulls gemstones out of the earth and then converts them into gases, into weaponized gases. Like that's her power. That is interesting. A, okay. She got shafted on her name because well, they're all they the good all names did. are taken. Yeah, all, all, the, the exactly. all good names are taken. But that's a cool fucking power. That is a cool power. It is power. a very cool power. It is. Um, but she's an awful human being. So she gets, she gets the cool power and she sucks. Uh, <laughs> while he's at his home, his father reveals that he knew Xander was a Suarez the whole time. And he ordered the hit on him on purpose because he didn't want him to date Xander. So he ordered <sighs> the hit. So that he had to kill his own boyfriend. What a cock. What a fucking asshole. That's your son. That's your son. You know and how you we figured like, it out, Honey, too. You know, you know how you love this guy? Kill him. <laughs> how do you figure it out? <laughs> how do you figure it out? He was wearing the Suarez family reunion t-shirt. <laughs> God damn it. Duh. Yeah. So apparently. Plain as day. Apparently, the whole family has always known who who all the Suarez kids are, um, but they have kept it secret as leverage, essentially. Damn. This book has everything. There's politicking. Seriously, there's Superhero, a lot of there's, tons there's of a murder. lot. There's a lot of great stuff in it. I've lost my notes, so I have to come back to it. Okay, here we go. Um, also, while he is at home, Butch's mother comes and talks to him and tells him that Xander is his inventus, which is are y'all familiar with the the uh, romance trope of faded mates? 
No. 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 All right. They're fated mates. They are soulmates. They are destined to be together. They are perfect compatible units of superhero love they are fated mates so the reason they feel that, sick yeah. when they're not around each other and the reason why their powers fail sometimes is because they're currently forming a power bond oh shit yeah I love it. and they're going to so an inventus is a soup of equal power capable of creating a closed circuit of perfect unbeatable power often a lover that's what an inventus is Often a lover. Did that come out right? Yeah. Yeah. So these pairs are such a threat to the current hierarchy in big city that they are often destroyed before they can pair bond so that they can't upset the apple cart. Damn. Yeah. She also tells him that the bond can be destroyed even if only one of the pair dies, which she knows because Vortexio killed her Inventus 30 years ago oh. so that he could marry her and have a, a chance at having better superpowered kids. Oh, Holy fuck. She... You are dropping late game bombs on us right now. I'm telling you, man. See, Rochelle did not fuck around. She came here to change my life with this book it's so good and like the the politics stuff is i usually hate that kind of shit in yeah. super like super stories but this is amazing i'm I was, like, gobbling really this well. shit yeah. up so having figured all of this out now butch suits up and he flies directly to the suarez compound so that he can tell xander the truth and apologize for being hired to kill him basically <laughs> he has a brief fight with violentia and her whole thing is she can use anything as a weapon so she'll just like pick up a car and chuck it at you that kind of thing she's pretty cool and then he unmasks himself in front of xander and they make up now that now everybody knows everybody's super finally finally we're 300 pages into this book xander you're a super genius it took you 300 pages to figure out that your big beefcake himbo boyfriend was the big beefcake himbo superhero. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? You just had a blind spot. <laughs> a cock-shaped blind spot. A, blind a big, spot. beefy a cock. cock-shaped cock God damn. Uh so... Well, there's our next racing book. <laughs> <laughs> a Formula One book. Cock-shaped blind spot. God damn. Uh, Objects in the rearview mirror may appear larger. More throbbing than than they appear. appear. (laughs) Even vainier than they appear. Uh, Okay. So they they make up. Their bond is finalized and eternal. They are fated mates. Uh, Oh, that's okay. This happens all the time when Matt and I record. Yeah. Yeah. you should tell Matt that every time I listen to your podcast in the car, I have a heart attack every time the sirens go by. <laughs> Fucking living in New York City trying to make a podcast. Matthew. Okay. So uh, after they make up, Wolfgang knocks Book- Butch unconscious and the twins who have psychic abilities, they drop Xander. Xander wakes up with Wolfgang and Wolfgang tells him that Butch is in their father's lab. Oh, boy. Uh, so Xander goes down to find Butch uh, strapped to a table and Apocalypto Man is going to use the DNA extraction ray to kill him. Of course he because is. Because everybody's determined that these two b- will not be together. No matter what, their parents are all just like murderous, nefarious scheming to keep, to make their, it's, it could be homo, maybe it's homophobia, maybe it's soup law. I don't know, but it's all bad. Soup um, law. <laughs> 
Oyster crackers only. No other kind. Club crackers, goddammit. So Xander grabs Butch's hand, and when he does that, their power connects and folds back in on itself. So Xander's powers are suddenly fully like fully manifested his power is that he can throw any villain's power he can throw any soup's power back at them and Ooh. he can borrow it oh so like a pseudo taskmaster kind of thing yeah like, yeah. Or like yeah. Nick from early yeah X-Men. yeah so apocalypto man tries to freeze xander but he just goes and waves it right back at him and freezes apocalypto man and so apocalypto man is done uh, he's Man, frozen easy, in there, easy. eternally screaming inside of his own carbonite shell, unless he can figure out a way to get out. As we um, all are. <laughs> <laughs> Glacial Girl then throws some like ice knives at him, and he throws them right back. And he almost kills his own mother, but he manages to avoid doing that. He just injures her. The siblings all scatter because they don't want to get involved in any of this. And then Xander borrows some of Butch's power to melt his shackles and fly them away. Uh, so he rescues his himbo boyfriend from his nefarious evil dad. I love that um, all the siblings just Irish goodbye out the back door. They're oh, like, yeah. We're gonna go. Yeah. We got a thing. Exactly. They were like, we're not fucking with this. This No, that's <laughs> Captain Masculine. We're all going to die if we stay here. Goodbye. They're smart. So Butch wakes up in Xander's lair. They have extremely rough kinky sex in their Lycra because yes, they're both yeah. really into the super suits. Gotcha. That's what's up. Xander rips the ass of his suit open and just fucks him. But he has his suit is like self-healing. So the next morning it's say, totally it's expensive fine. To fix, man. Yeah. So in this scene, there is face fucking, praise and degradation, and anal. Absolutely fantastic. It was it was a great scene. It was really, really good. But again, with the face fucking, because it's it's a thing in this book. These boys, they love it. They profess their love and their determination to be together. Nothing will keep them apart. They have decided. They start working on plans to get themselves out of the legal issues that they have because butch is eternal is in eternal servitude to big city and he can't do anything that biggs doesn't want him to do so if he wants to marry xander he's they're gonna have to figure out how to fix that situation but they are interrupted by wolfgang who has shown up at xander's secret lair to tell him that he killed apocalypto man and framed vortexio for the murder <laughs> he's a dick which blamed on him <laughs> Nobody liked Vertexio anyways. Nobody likes Vertexio and nobody liked Apocalypto Man, so it's totally fine. Then Wolfgang tells him that he has always known about Xander's power. Xander has had power since he was a kid. He just didn't know it. And because he didn't know it, he just didn't have it. Like he didn't he was like, I'm not powered. And then he just wasn't. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. So basically Wolfgang tells him that when they were kids, Wolfgang tried to kill Xander. Nothing personal. It's just like a villain sibling rivalry thing. Yeah, it's just kid stuff. And then Xander turned the power back on him and almost killed Wolfgang. So he's been keeping this power a secret from everyone, including the family, as an ace in his own pocket. He is going to Wolfgang has offered to help help them figure out how to get Butch out of his contract and out of the arranged marriage contract that he still has going on in exchange Xander and Butch will owe him a favor. He's not doing this for altruistic reasons. He's trying to become the next head of the Suarez clan and he's making alliances to do that basically. Yeah. Xander and Butch discuss what they would have to do in order to be able to marry 
And the quickest solution they can come up with is that one of them is going to have to switch sides. And Xander's like, I'm not a hero. I can't do that. And Butch first, Butch is like, yes, you are. You're a good man. And like, look at, look at how much you care about me and look at how much you care about the turtles. Like you're a good person. You could be a hero, but I, I want to be a villain because they're unregulated and they have more fun. So Butch is the one who's going to change sides. Get some. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's what Butch would think was <laughs> right. Tough. Yeah. 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 So in in the news, a couple of things have happened. Gemstonia has held a press conference saying that her 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 groom has run away. That Captain Masculine is a runaway groom. And Vorte- Vortexio goes on the news and tells the anchor that he's not a runaway groom. That he has been kidnapped by Doctor Antihero. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. He's trying to cause political uproar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Let's see what else happens. Xander practices his new powers. They practice sharing powers as well because Xander can take some of Butch's powers if he oh, needs shit. to. And then there's a sex scene in the shower where Xander eats Butch's ass. Wow. Yeah. Good, good man. And fucks his face again because oh, of course, course he well, does. Yeah. But there's an ass eating scene. <laughs> These boys in their face fucking. Yes. Um. So boys will be boys. <laughs> Gonna have to get the spray bottle. <laughs> It's such a long clean-out process, too, man, to be doing it so often. Yikes. Uh, So then they go and visit a man named Silvano Ricci, who is the head of the United Super Nations. His father founded the United Super Nations in order to properly support both heroes and villains. Um, He's an incredibly friendly but also very sly politician, and I think he's going to feature heavily in the rest of these books, and I really like him. He tells them about a plot to suppress genetic research into soups, because if genetic research is performed, they will find that, that heroes and villains are not genetically different. They're exactly the same, and the only thing that separates them is that the soups were the ones who agreed to sign the original contracts with big enterprises and the villains didn't it's all been about so power like and money this whole time like class war yeah. exactly they've manufactured a class Dude. war in order to maintain their power structure wow. silvano gives them all of the records and data that they need in order to fight this across town wolfgang solves the marriage contract problem by killing gemstonia <laughs> and, yeah Framing it his mother solve for the it. problem. Yep. <laughs> Done. Yep. Too easy. Oh, I fixed it. Butch, Xander, and Wolfgang meet back up and have a conversation. Butch gives this big impassioned speech about hating his dad and 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 wanting to free all the soups from indentured servitude. It's like a big hero thing that he does. So then they get a phone call. Vortexio has kidnapped BFF Kai and he will kill her if she's if they are not at Dead Man's Ravine in ten minutes. Oh boy. <laughs> Another one of these. <laughs> Fucking Dead Man's Ravine, just outside of Big City. It's cutting into our face I love fucking it. time. <laughs> oh, I was going to fuck your face. God damn it. Now we got to go save my friend. Shit. So the suit battle at Dead Ravine then, a Dead Man's Ravine then happens. So Xander saves Kai and also reveals their secret identities to her. So now she knows that they're soups. Butch fights, Vorte- fights Vortexio um, and then... And he's doing pretty well. Like, they're pretty equally matched. Uh, but then Glacial Gal arrives because she she's here to Glacial Girl, not Glacial Gal. Jesus Christ. Uh, Glacial Girl arrives to avenge her husband because, again, Wolfgang framed Vortexio for Apocalypto Man's murder. Yeah. 
So Xander uses his power borrowing ability to get ice powers from his mom and then uses their Inventus link to share those ice powers with Butch. And they all three throw ice daggers at Vortexio until he's Swiss cheese. He falls out of the sky. Glacial Girl dives after him. They land in the river below. And then she pulls him underwater and freezes the surface so they both drown. Damn. That so Vortexio is, is dead. Yeah, it's brutal as fuck. I it's metal. <laughs> yes, my love, it's it very, is very metal. metal. I want Ronnie James Dio to sing a song to me about it. <laughs> yes. He would too. So Frozen Diva. <laughs> so Vortexio is dead. The threat has passed. And they go back home, get Kai settled in. Oh, they also uh t- check in on xander has a cat i haven't mentioned this whole time but he has a cat <laughs> he has a cat named uh dr neil degrasse meowson stop the show we have to start this whole thing over you didn't i didn't the mention the cat that is a he... perfect name <laughs> he's a he's a grumpy himalayan with stomach issues and his name is dr neil degrasse meowson yep. I, can, I can identify with that yes for real so in the following weeks Butch and Xander come out publicly as both a couple and a villain soup couple Ooh. or a villain hero couple and become the poster boys of the movement to end soup exploitation. The USN sues Biggs Enterprises for human rights violations and wins, voiding all soup contracts and sparking investigations in other cities. So now all of the heroes are independent contractors and they can make their own decisions. Um, God, that would suck, though, because you have to like 1099 paperwork. (laughs) Yeah, but they also get endorsements as well. They can can finally monetize their own um, their own work. So they so so they get name, image and likeness. Yeah, they get name, image and likeness. Exactly. Butch donates every penny he ever made from Biggs to the uh, organization that's working to save Xander's Bay that he loves so much because now he has his own money that he's making from his endorsement deals. So that's really nice. And also, the smoldering siren starts dating Silvano Ricci oh. now that her fucking, fucking asshole husband is dead. <laughs> yeah. Her, her get some. Yeah. Uh, epilogue. That's the end of the book. That's the end of the book proper. But epilogue. A few weeks later... Xander proposes to Butch with a 24 karat gold diamond inlaid cock ring. I was, yes. I was hoping. <laughs> I was like, if you tell me it's a ring finger ring, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> Absolutely not. Xander would never. It's a cock ring for <laughs> sure. And he promises that tonight is the night that Butch will finally get to fuck him and they all lived hornily ever after the end my darlings thank you so much for listening to this fucking incredible story that was really incredible is an understatement (laughs) that was a a genuine trip oh my god such a blast it's so good good. thank you to c rochelle for writing that i can't wait to ask you so many questions about that and josh thank you so much for joining us absolutely on this episode i i knew that you would be (laughs) the perfect foil yes for this book and you did not disappoint this was so much fun i'm so happy yeah you You guys told me you had something planned i was like it's either gonna be comic books or like pro wrestling so either way (laughs) i knew it would be pretty perfect yeah. yeah, I I found not all himbos wear capes like right when I started building my TBR for this show. <laughs> and as soon as I re- as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, superheroes. Fantastic. I'll read this for Carl. He'll love this. And then he was like, Josh might want to come on the show. And I was like, oh, yeah, super gay superheroes for Josh and Carl. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. 
And they I'm going to tell you right first. now, I'm putting in my request. I want to be in for the other two. So oh, yeah. When, oh, yeah. whenever you get, whenever you get to the rest of the trilogy, count me in. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I absolutely will. It's not, it's, um, it's a quadrilogy, isn't it? Or, well, yeah, okay. it will it's be a, a quadrilogy, series. right? It'll be a quad. I don't know if there's going to be five, because usually, like, usually the way these work is like, like each sibling will get a book. So yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. The first one is Xander. The second one is Wolfgang. The third one is Balthazar. And I want to say the fourth one is the twins. Oh, interesting. Maybe that's what it's going to be. I don't know. Um, but there's five, six. There's six. There's six yeah. children. Um, but Violencia is a woman. And uh, this is a this is a a, uh, a gay series, so I don't know if Violencia will get her own. We'll find. We shall certainly see. Yeah. But until then, yeah. You can find us on social media. We are on TikTok and Instagram at Cheap Smut. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so. CheapSmutPod at gmail.com. The music that you hear in this and every episode is called Nostalgia by Makai Beats. You can find it along with thousands of other songs free of charge for you to use at the Free Music Archive, freemusicarchive.org. Have we settled on a book for next episode? Yes. Next week, I am reading Himbro by Honey London. Yes. Yeah. I put out a call on TikTok specifically requesting books with MMCs who are absolute himbos, and this was one of the one of the uh, recommendations. So I'm going to read it, and I'm very excited. And I can't wait to hear it. Josh Feckety, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I had so much fun. Oh, you guys I'm are so the best. Glad you I'm here. Happy, to, happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And we will see you for the next ones. When I read them, I will let you know. Cool. In the meantime, listener, if there is a book in you, write it. And if there's fucking in it, I'll read it. And then she'll come on this show and explain it to me and maybe Josh for your entertainment. <laughs> now we're ending this podcast. See you later. Goodbye. See bye-bye. See ya. See ya.